Buckeye Health Plan Medicaid is built around you, offering medical, dental, and vision benefits with no copay. Members get free rides to healthcare visits, pharmacies, and social services. Buckeye rewards you for making healthy choices. You can earn $75 in rewards for well checks. Pregnant moms can earn up to $350 in rewards for taking steps to have a healthy baby. Visit ChooseBuckeye.com for Medicaid built around you. Hmm. Brought to you by Grow Generation. Today's episode of The Cantina is... Whether on Dagaba or Tatooine you are, everything you need to grow right where you are, they have. Later in the episode, more on them you will hear. <laughs> Welcome to a galaxy far, far away. Here at the Cantina Podcast, we provide top shelf service, including rumors, leaks, news, and reviews. Come in, order a woman ale, and remember, no droids allowed. All right, guys, welcome to the first episode of the Cantina Reviews for the Book of Boba Fett. Yes, you guys have heard the intro b- before. The The Cantina review Reviews is just the Cantina o- only when we have a show to, to talk about instead of news. So welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you're watching us on LRM's YouTube channel, thank you so much. Please do subscribe, but be aware that this show, the next time you see it, will very, very likely be on a new channel, the Genreverse Podcast Network's YouTube channel. So keep an eye out for that. Follow uh, at the Genreverse uh, on on Twitter and at, at LRM under, underscore exclusive on, on Twitter as well for all the late, latest and great, greatest on that. If you're listening to the Genreverse Podcast uh, Network on your favorite podcast app, thank you. Please Follow, subscribe, whatever you could do for there. Thumbs up, down, reviews, c- comments. We all love that. We got the full full uh, uh, cast or crew or whatever you want to call us back together. I'm Kyle. This is uh, co-host or co-pilot Cam and na- hey. navigator Shockey. What's up? It's Not been too- a while, Shockey. It has been a while. I'm glad I'm able to jump on here. I'm a little under the weather, but uh, still fighting through it. And so mm-hmm. it's good to be here. Yeah, and Cam, as as always, man, how you doing? Doing over there? Yeah, good. Good. Yep. So, guys, we're we're here to talk about the the book of Boba Fett. It just dropped this uh, morning for uh, Shockey and I here here on the east coast of the greatest na- nation on earth. Uh, and then uh, Cam got to check it out a little bit before for us. So, just out of fa- fairness, since Cam saw it first, Cam, what was kind of like your initial reaction to to episode one of the the book of Boba Fett I mean I liked it I wasn't completely blown away by it in any way um there's there's not a lot of plot yet um Mm -hmm. so you know I kind of liked the way it was shot I liked the the kind of I thought there was a lot of throwbacks to things like good the bad and the ugly Lawrence Arabia you know not a lot of talking just a lot of using the the kind of desert using Tatooine almost as a as a character itself, which I did appreciate. Um, and I think um, it almost felt like uh, episode one of Tales of Tatooine starring Boba Fett almost, <laughs> you know, because it was just this whole, you know, and I think that's just expanding on the world building, um, getting to see more of the, the sand people and, and how they work, you know, which we got a little bit of, and Mando as well is to see that continue on um, and then find out a little bit about the underworld it was pretty cool um, I think overall I thought the flashback parts were better than the 
current timeline parts and it, it almost felt like there was more of them but but yeah i mean i'm on board see what happens on episode two all right shocky since you haven't been been here for a minute man tell us what you thought yeah i kind of like cam um i liked it it you know the style the um the lack of dialogue was was very uh i thought it was w- well used there um but it answered a lot of questions so there was you know we now know how Cobb Vanth was able to get Boba Fett's uh, armor. We now, you know, the the theory of how many years has it been? The theory of how Boba Fett got out of the Sarlacc pit. We Before now we know didn't that. Need to see it. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't mean, really need to. See yeah, it. we didn't really need to see it. Most any more than the Kessel Run. <laughs> most, you know, Star Wars fans that are over thirty probably have, have read some sort of comic book or read some sort of book with how Boba Fett got out of the Sarlacc pit there. Um, you know, it, uh, we now have a better understanding um, of what kind of Boba is establishing himself as in Tatooine. We know a little bit more about um, his relationship with uh, the Tusken Raiders, um, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, because when we are first introduced to Boba Fett, you know, um, in, Mandal- in, in Mando, you know, he's he has the Gaddafi stick. Um, you know, yeah. he has some of the, the, the tunics and everything. From I'll, I'll just point out hey, Gaffey, yeah. you know, we're not, not saying oh, so Gaffey, former, former, not former, not former Colonel dictator. Gaddafi. <laughs> Gaffey, sorry. It's okay. Sorry, it's American history teacher in me, you know. Um, <laughs> I wasn't even going to bring that up. Yeah, so, but so we got, we, we get that. And then also too, um, the use of the back to tank. It looks like this is something that Boba Fett's going to have to pretty much use for the mm. rest of his life, um, kind of like Vader, you know, mm. and, and to to heal himself from the wounds. It was in, uh, I was talking to a, a buddy of mine. It's interesting to to remember is that um, with Boba that he was a untampered clone, you know, from Django. So that means that he didn't get any of the special. Uh, uh, special um, attri- uh, tributes or whatever for uh, right. that the clones did. So, like you, you talk about Captain Rex and Cody and stuff. On top of advanced aging, they also had advanced healing, advanced um, muscle growth, and everything like that, so that they could grow faster, heal mm-hmm. faster, everything to to get to that point. So, uh, his body is has been worn down over years, and so it looks like it, the Sarlacc pit definitely took it a toll on worn him. Worn down over a couple weeks in the de- desert it yep. looks like so he i mean it, looks it like seems the... like a pretty rough couple of weeks in the desert to yeah. be fair so far and, and he hasn't got out it yet in terms of the flashbacks so i yeah. think he's got more to go but he was basically dragged around and correct me if I'm, and... yeah correct me if i'm wrong so when we saw that first clip of him in mando season two like he had some scars on his face right um when he did like when he's watching uh din jarwin leave tatooine and we'll I think that. so. He, yeah. You know, you could tell like he, his his face was like kind of beaten and bruised, uh, or like had some scars on it. Um, so it looks like the back to tank has been working and healing because now his his body is is healed, but it doesn't last as long uh, from that fight we see at the end of the episode. He's got to be yeah. taken back to there. Yeah, um, I I liked mo- most of of it. There there are some I- issues. It's definitely rough. Um, around around the edges in, in my in my mind, a li- little bit of it can even. I've been u- overusing the word jarring a bit, but uh, it kind of fits. Um, 
I I did appreciate the lack of dialogue. I loved the uh, familiar aliens. You know, we we hear about we hear even name drops about Rod Rodian and Tr Trandoshan, and they're not afraid to sh shy away from established stuff. Um, I did think he su survives too much shit in the d desert, like the amount of time out in the in the desert, the uh, amount of physical abuse. It was I started wondering like like. I thought he was un unaltered. Like this is not normal, and and you didn't necessarily need as much as they did did to show a resilient person. Like we got it fairly quickly. It, it seemed like maybe they padded some of the runtime with additional suffering that maybe we didn't necessarily need. Because uh, again, it's like. Man, he's surviving a, a lot without armor, right. without enhan yeah, enhancements. Surely, sorry to jump in, but that's the the point is that we're we're seeing that this is a different person from the one yeah. that we left that went into sure. the Sherlock pit. You know, he, but he's what had a, a rough time, and he's you know it's he's, a lot hot. It's and then the part of how he's grown as well and changed and new ambitions. I'm saying, I'm saying physically, I don't think the dude not even. No, I, I don't I don't believe without I mean, enhancement. Bear in mind, he's he not supposed to be that. as old as he is in real I, life. I either. know that. that. Um, but think about think about what the Clash of the Titans monster, which I did not like the, that at all. Yeah, that was sudden appearing. Yeah, look, look at that, that and how it how it about ba uh, bounces him around. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Saying is like they they walked up to the line to be like, yeah, he's beaten and and come through so much to where I I almost lost the suspension of belief of him being able to take take that mm -hmm. um i i did notice uh the, the dreams are are back the first thing that came to my mind is he gonna need the therapy like to tony soprano <laughs> <laughs> um and then uh i i think my biggest I issue and i you know what i'll say my biggest I issue for for later there there's a tone issue here and they're they're having a, a in this episode i think there was a problem kind of balancing uh, the the seriousness the the I'm a crime lord you're you're supposed to you know tr tribute me and and right. um and then ba balancing the, that with lighthearted almost too silly like yeah so we'll we'll kind of get in into that in in a in a bit but uh to kind of transition into what you enjoyed the the most it sounded like from from both of you and i'll go to shocky so you can elaborate more on 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 what you really enjoyed about the uh char characters uh you enjoyed a lot of the t technical stuff the the film filming and the the angles uh, cam mentioned that mm -hmm. all of that that's great um what about characters though getting in into like what were some of your fa favorite parts with the the uh additionals outside of fett himself finnick and and whatnot the sand people even as a character group well yeah i think the sand like the tuscan raiders are are kind of this this big mystery of what really you know, are they represented as because we get a glimpse of them in a, in a new hope we get a glimpse of them in attack of the clones and that's really it until we get to the mandalorians uh seasons and that's where you see mando kind of interact with them and and it's more you know of a how do you say it? you know like it, of a need for each other to work, you know, because it's getting the great dragon, um, you know, and taking care of that. But in, in return, you know, Mando needs something from the, the Tuscan Raiders, which helps out Cobb Vance. So, but we really didn't get an idea of like, 
what the Tuscan Raiders were really like. Um, you know, I'd in say that what it is. They're, they're not just a monster anymore. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, a, they're a species that have their own motivations and goals. And, and I don't yep. think they were in the movies. Yeah. They were just this almost existential it, force, send people bad. Right. You know, that was it. it reminded me a lot of um, the cowboy and Indian style where, you know, a cowboy gets uh, you know, almost like dances with wolves, you know. Right. Yeah. You, you Until he get, proves that he could be part of them. And... Right, exactly. You're indoctrinated into it and you realize, oh, these are not such a bad group of I mean, people. Look, so looking at how yeah. good he is with that gaffy stick and Mando mm-hmm. compared to how he got his ass kicked from what oh, I yeah. think. Mm-hmm. I think that was a female sand people that he was fighting as well. Just the shape to me looked like it was a female. I thought maybe it was um, Finnick. Not going to lie. It's like, did she like sneak oh, in right. there? Well, she, like, yeah, hit, I can see inside? that though because, mm-hmm. because it's because of that as well absolutely um but in the I, I don't EU, think they so, could but... accept outsiders so yeah I yeah yeah that's gonna be uh, i don't know no um but you know you you get the feeling that that story is not done and that he's going to be doing training with them and he's mm-hmm. going to become quite proficient with that so i definitely think there's more more to go and what his connection is with yeah. the sun people i, I, I really like not them much. as well like I like it, but I hope that this is not a a sand people Tuscan Raider six show, episode. Show. Yeah, yeah. No. like we got it. Like, I, but they I can would... use it in future. Well, continue I think to there's going to be more flashbacks yeah. in future episodes, though. I just don't. Right. I don't. I'm not necessarily saying it's going to be all flashbacks, yeah. and there's going to be. Right. You know, we're still going to be finding out about what yeah. happened to Boba with the sand people by episode seven. But I think <laughs> we'll definitely see that some more of that uh, because there's there's missing time there. So I think they'll definitely explore that more in one of the episodes going forward. It kind of yeah. felt to me like they were using it as this is the arc where the redemption for Boba Fett. Because, I mean, think about it. He Prior to him going to the Sarlacc pit, he's a villain, right? He's he's a bounty hunter. He's a villain. Um, that's all we know him as. And now all of a sudden in Mando, he's not. And so how did he transition? He's all honorable. Yeah, he's all honorable. So, like, well, I guess this is how we're, we're going to get that. Yeah, and... I don't know. You feel like, like he's me... maybe got a code, but I wouldn't yeah. say honorable. Yeah. You if know? you honor your your code, can be fucked up. But if you're if you you hold true to that code and you got principles, that's on more honorable yeah. than someone with with yeah. good like good ideas, but doesn't stand with them. Yeah. But I think the when they show the flashbacks of him as a young boy early on and stuff, if, you, if so, it's almost like that transition that he sees his father being murdered, and it's kind of like. You see, and then if you've seen the Clone Wars episodes he's in, he's on that revenge path, you know. And then this is supposed to be the story of how it goes from being, you know, vengeful to being the the man with an honor in in code and so forth. So, um, yeah. What what other characters were were outside? I mean, Fennec uh, is is fine she's yeah i like the chemistry again. between them though yeah. I, I love i think they've got just a natural chemistry between them those two and yeah. the way mm-hmm. they work and that's really the core of the show no one else has is, is had enough time or, or space to, to kind of really assess much more than that people have come on they've walked off again maybe we'll see more of some of them going forward it's hard to say but but really those two are, are the core if you like um so and so far the chemistry's there for me yeah, it's it, it was an episode that had a lot of insignificant characters, almost Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. So um, you had the Transdotian, where you, 
you kind of see where it could link to Bosk, you know, in the future. I used to work for that guy. Yeah, exactly. Um, the Twi'lek, uh, which I think is going to connect to, um, what's her name from Rebels? Um, Hera. Hera's father um, in the underworld there. Uh, that and, and kind of connect that storyline. I could see those things. Like, And then you have in the cantina, a couple of the droids. One was from Star Tours, of course, from the ride at Disney World and Disneyland. That was the one in the... Did you notice Max Rebo? Or Sabacc. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. And the kind of updated version of the cantina right. tune. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got that. So there, was, there wasn't a lot of like... It, it was... A lot of you know, just little Easter eggs here and there. I think sprinkling to, to the future of this show. Um, I must say this on the topic of toilets, flesh cover colored like human flesh mm-hmm. col- colored toilets. No, no more. That that was odd looking. The flesh colored tail, the flesh like. They need to be blue, red, green. They they need to be pur- purple. Oh, I didn't even notice that. I didn't uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was weird really? to me. No. Even Christine, had, like, I guess they picked it up for first. Oh, uh, I think it was more red for me when I looked at it when I was watching it. But maybe it was also at three uh, o'clock in the I, morning. I have so. I have uh, uh, a Dolby Vision capable TV, yeah. and I was using the TV's app, so it was allegedly pumping out. The, the colors they wanted us More to likely. see. <laughs> I, I was yeah, barely awake watching I, the first I mean, time. It may, it may be that that's the case. I just didn't have an issue with it. It was just weird. I Because I've, I've ne- think about, about it. You've seen really incredibly pale, white, like the, the Fortuna. You've seen yeah. yellows, greens, red, red, blue, blue. Have you ever seen seen one that was a variation flesh. of real it human flesh? It could be, flesh? but you can have cross twilight and human, can't you? They, they can I, have cross species. I hate that. Something idea, like that. But... What was the Twilight in Mando season one? Um, When they were at the jail. Um, He was Uh, yellowish. Yellowish, pinkish. Yeah, he was. He he was definitely. She was kind of more almost flesh colored, but she wasn't quite. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little. Christine was the one, and uh, that pointed it out at first, and I was like, "Yeah, it does look." It's mostly because of the tails. Because we're not supposed to see that much. Human colored twilights. It's, yeah. it's pure racism. Yeah. You know, I stand up for speciesism. Human, human colored twilight rights, brother. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, uh, the char- characters so far, they're, they've been fine for, for me. I, I agree with, uh, uh, liking seeing more from the Tuscan, Tuscan Raiders, uh, getting, to know the the culture a little bit in each of these series, and I I'm guessing we'll even see more in Kenobi, uh, if not a big scene like this, of course, because I don't think think Obi Wan really needs that. But we'll see a, a trade, you know, him going to to the Raiders to to get provisions or some sh- shit. I could see them continuing this this uh, idea of expanding the Tuscan Raider kind of mythos, if you mythos. I like it. I, I mean, that's yeah. kind of what the EU did, did with a lot of its books, sprinkling in, you know, history mm-hmm. of Kamas or, or Batawali or, or something, you, you know. I, Make I, us I care about uh, Tusken Raider at one point, and, you know, that you've, you've done something no one else has done in Star Wars before, haven't you? Yeah. You know? so <laughs> yeah I kind of exactly. felt for that little guy, even though he was a little bastard, he was like, you know, 
fucking dig dig for my water slave, you know, and all that <laughs> sort of stuff. But you know, when he was getting his ass kicked off a um, Goro from from Mortal Kombat, you know, I did feel a bit like, oh no, I don't want the the young one to get waxed. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, job done. Uh, we'll go ahead and take a quick word from our sponsors over at Grow Generation. Then we'll come back back and talks about talk a little bit more about the book of both of that. So yeah, Grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. Grow Generation offers the best deals and discounts on the best grow products on the market. Grow Generation serves customers across the nation and carries a wide inventory of renowned cultivation brands. Go to www.growgeneration.com, where the pros go to grow. Swacking it for a smoke and come back before it's <laughs> before it's finished, and it's like just seamless. Yeah, yeah, uh, no, no Amer, no traditional American style uh, t- TV breaks for you, for you, Cam. I, I like to keep those ads down to about 20, 20 seconds, if if at all po- possible. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for spo- sponsoring the uh, sponsoring the episode as as always. Uh, grow Grow Generations information can be found down below. Um, so we mentioned the technical side a bit. Now both of you guys are into actual westerns more than uh, I I am. I'm not sure who's more of a fan, you or Cam Sh- Shockey, but uh, I do of course appreciate uh, the art of film. Regardless, <laughs> and uh, I immediately thought Lawrence of Arabia as well. Cam, yeah. it was <laughs> like, very David Lean. Yes. You know, that was just which which. It's just something he almost invented, you know. He mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. he made the the film the cat, and it's been used by so many other directors over the years who were influenced by him. And Absolutely. it's just you can just see that that's something that Robert Rodriguez has. But as I said, in my review, my written review today, name a filmmaker who hasn't, because if you're yeah. into film, right, exactly, you, you can appreciate Lawrence of Arabia. And, you know, it's yeah. beautiful. So, um, so it's it's just funny. <clears throat> How, how uh, film fans like like I said, even for things that I don't necessarily like or care about, I can appreciate some of the, the technical stuff. Um, I didn't c- care for the uh, almost random vignette uh, filter on it. That was kind of uh, odd, and sometimes the uh, bokeh from I I think they were using like an extra wide, maybe even borderline fisheye to give you kind of a little out of focus around the ed- edges and some other sh- shots on oh, the kind of flashback stuff you talk some about. of it yeah yeah uh, uh the digital n- noise for the flashbacks c- completely i don't like like that at all the green kind of haze and the, right. I'll, I'll say why when i see d- digital noise i'm expecting there to be a digital interference if he had been hooked up to a machine on his b- brain that was Hey, you know, maybe that's the dreams twist. Or... You you find out at the end of Book of Boba Fett, he never left the Sarlacc. The Sarlacc <laughs> just literally plugged yeah. something into his yeah, You feed him a fantasy. Yeah, and I think the, the, the digital noise is kind of to represent he's in the back of the tank while he's having these I, dreams. May, and maybe, maybe that, like... But it's think... a little odd, right? It is, yeah. It, it, yeah. I could see a, a haze, uh, some other than... filter. Yeah, it, it, but... it is, but it is because it's digital noise. Like I said, if he was, if there was more than, if they change how Bacta works, sure. But if right. it mm-hmm. is just traditional, the the Bacta's over and in while while you're breathing, nothing going on with your brain. The digital noise was a uh, a bit off putting for me. The Boston Dynamics dogs, dude, dude, like 
Did you guys catch that? Yeah, I wasn't keen that on was that. So that was so lame. You know, yeah, I don't know where <laughs> they got that one from. Did you see him? With, when, with... when they come into the city, Boba's telling Phoenix like he should have came in on the barge. And he's like, no. And, and they show a pack of the Boston Dynamics dog robot bots. There's like oh, I didn't, I didn't even realize that was them. Oh, my God. Talk about like the the worst take you out of the the universe ev- ever. Like even knowing about the the damn ice cream maker, right? Yeah, doesn't take me out of the original Star Wars as seeing the Boston Dy- Dynamics robot. Not even modified, dude. They just put two put on, eh? wings on it. It's yeah. got like two white wings. I didn't like it, but it, it was it, so it. quick and off. Uh, it didn't mm. really affect me overall. I've heard a few it people complaining about it online, and I'm like, oh, you know, it kind of was only in my second rewatch that, you know, when I watched right. it first time, it, it didn't quite catch me. It was only kind of when I watched it the second time that mm. it stood out to me and kind of went, mm, no, don't like that. Yeah, it's it's just just because of how earthly it it is mike when you go go back and, and check it check it out um what was the other oh the the gorom monster or clash of the titans monster. right yeah. they used some practical effects in there there while i did not like the creature it was about the hottie housing i was expecting a crate dragon i was expecting a young crate dragon right that's how i was since we got that from mando i was yeah, thinking okay even it's gonna be a small version of it you know yeah but, nope it was that's why I, I did not like it even if it was a, a, if it was a new creature, but it was a bit smaller, it was just a bit too big, you know. To, to be, be perfectly honest, and, and the fight lasted too long. Like, yeah, see, see? yeah. <laughs> like I said, there's there's some. That, that stuff was definitely here. my least yeah. favorite yeah. part of it. I like afterwards when the kids bring in the head back and stuff. Yeah, and I yeah, that was cool. You like, and in some ways, if it wasn't for that bit, you could have just cut that out completely, and mm-hmm. you know the Rodian died somewhere else. But but. I think because that's that's relevant to, to coming back, they had to put something in, but they could have just cut it down, made it a bit smaller, you know, slightly less. Who, like who had the better thing. kill with a with a choke by chain? Was it Leia or Boba Fett? Because remember, yeah. Leia cho- chokes out Jabba. Ba- 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 Jabba. <laughs> yeah, but Jabba couldn't fight back. Like, and ah, he would sit there and um, whereas this thing had like four arms yeah. and it still couldn't get a hold of him. You know, and, four and arms that... and I still can't reach behind my Seriously, back. could have Ooh. taken all four Evolution. arms and just reached for the chain and just pulled it off like that. Right. So, but, you know, over, overall, I, I think the the look and the feel, the what's practical and what is CGI was fa- fairly de- decent in, in there. Uh, yeah, man, I can't really say t- too much about the... the t- anything on the tech side music guys what do you what do you think about the music is it impressing is it just meh oh i liked it so far i mean the main theme is really good um there's some of the kind of incident you know ludwig goranson um done the main theme but it's someone else i forget the name of right now sorry and i can't access my phone to check it um that that kind of scored the rest of the stuff on it um so far so good I would say, yeah. you know, I like the main theme, but you know, with the rest of it, we'll have to see how it goes. Yeah, see. Uh, so let's go go ahead and wrap wrap it up with kind of like your 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 biggest gripe, like the one one thing that just kind of irked you more more, and you may have already already said it. Uh, for for me, honest honestly, it's it's a uh, canon issues, like in universe, not story canon, but like 
physics and me mechanics, like I said, but Bulba taking a few few two hits. These cacti under under the ground that carry water. I mean, do we not remember moisture farming is pulling well, moisture out of the air? And I thought that's what they were they were going to at first to do remember? with that that farm, right? Right. Yeah. Nope. I, I thought that's what they were going to go raid that farm, and then they're like, oh, yeah, no, they, somebody's already raiding it. Yeah. He did do. He changed his mind because he saw they'd already thingied all the water and they'd yeah. already gone. So there was nothing. I, to I know, but why all of a sudden create? <clears throat> Uh, spontaneous Tatooine cacti that we and why never... walk out they, into the they middle of nowhere? As well, well, yeah, but why? So. But why walk out into the middle of nowhere? And start a... digging? Why do they just dig where the village was? If there's maybe supposedly... that's a spot oh. where they know that they can get them, and that's, that's why they're not usually village. a good thing. Because exactly, you move, your, move your village. Yeah, yeah but there's yeah. other factors for where you put your village, and they, they don't the seem like they, they stay in the same place all the time. It seems to me that they're more nomadic that they move about. So maybe and when just... humans were doing doing that ten thousand years ago, we stuck to water places. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah Stop trying to give don't... bad writing credit where it's not due. Do Cam. <laughs> messing around, man. I'm messing around. Uh, what what about what about you, Cam? Did did you have any other big gripes besides the Goro fight? As you no, call I was it? really really just yeah, Goro. I, I wasn't impressed with the creature. Um. Uh... I kind of liked I kind of liked everything else, but you, you know, said not like it more than not either of us. Yeah, not that either of us maybe. didn't like it. Um, but. Yeah, I can't. I kind of did like it. I just um, I didn't blow me away, as I said. But you know, I'm I'm intrigued and I'm interested, and I liked some of the world building that was going on. I was enjoying myself sitting watching it. You know, there was nothing really jumped out and annoyed me about it, other than that was the one bit where I kind of went. Hmm. Uh, you know, don't like that that so much. Uh, maybe in second watch the the Boston Dynamics dogs, and other than that, I was I was kind of pretty happy with it. But the kind of opener it is, I'm not ready to judge that it's going to be a great show based yeah. on this because no. I don't think there's anywhere near enough to um, in there to tell us that yet. Very establishing type, Mike. Big big complaints any of this, um, this week? The final fight scene, um, the that group of uh, you know gang that jumped Jabba the or I mean not Jabba, uh, Boba uh, mm -hmm. and so this is what my gripe was with when I was talking to my friends I was like when we were reintroduced to Boba Fett and Mando he took out an entire squadron of stormtroopers with ease you know he, he he does it without his armor then he puts his armors on and is able to take out his ship and everything and now you're telling me all you have to do is surround him with a couple force shields and that's it. He's he's he has no tricks up his sleeve whatsoever, and that's what kind of took me out of it. I was like, you know, you're talking about one of the best bounty hunters of all time, one of the best fighters of all time. You know, he's trained now with the Tuscans and all. And so, to me, all you had to do was surround him with some force shields that are from the planet Naboo with the Gungans, you know, and stuff. And it kind of made me good, think. You know? of you know, something like Game of Thrones where you've got this great, these great fighters, but they just, that, that scene where they surround them with the shields and no one can get out and they just step in and pick them off. And that's a viable kind of tactic that they were trying at that point. It didn't ultimately work because right. Gamaroon's broke Yeah, it, broke it took the Gamaroonian guards to, to, to help yeah. them out and stuff. And so I'm like, maybe, that kind of took me out of there for a second. I was like, wait a maybe minute. Maybe if Boba could have... Uh, Used his rocket this guy, to, to the leave, last but scene, then he would have left. Yeah, 
the last scene we see of Boba Fett, you know, at the end of Mando is him walking into Jabba's palace and taking out everyone and, you know, mm-hmm. and taking out Bit Fortune and sitting there and saying, I'm the badass, I'm the king now and stuff. And he's trying to establish himself that. And now you, you all you have to do is surround him with a couple Gungan shields and we're good, you know? <laughs> well, that leads us to the, to the final topic, which is the villain aspect. And I kind of alluded right. to mm-hmm. it earlier that, you know, the Tony Soprano, this is the sympathetic or empathetic bad guy. There's a lot of goofiness with the mayor's emissary, if you will, the mes- messenger. Like that tone shift, I hate. I hated it. Like yeah. that's the worst part. I, you know, oh, where's my trick? I don't buy that. It, like Shocky was saying, all the hardcore stuff we see in Mando, a lot of hardcore stuff we see before that. That guy shows up, and that that just completely. It took it away. Completely took me out of out of it. I hated it. His his whole menu and the fact that Mando just or Mando Boba just it, it ha- happens because I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, rule through through res- respect. Like they're they're hammering that point too hard. They're trying too hard yeah. to make him a g- good bad guy, and it is potentially. What could undo this show? Because if you have drastic tonal shifts, you have a guy that that's don't kill, don't be mean, don't don't do do this, but is, is gonna you know well, Kelly blew somebody up with <sighs> a rocket and it's smithereens. Yeah, I, I he know. literally disintegrated one, the one. guy bang with a rocket. C- yeah, con- but congrats. But, that, I, but I'm you saying know, if you again, can do the one you can do it with many. You could could, but are are they they and. That is again a, a huge that. tonal shift from the goofy lightheartedness from the mayor character. He used, even he used Tony Soprano as a as a, an example. How many it's, episodes did was there any violence? You know, honestly, uh, what with Tony? Yeah. Almost every single episode. No, no, he's no. There putting was a his lot hands on he's putting his hands on someone if nah, not ki- killing them there was, there was lots of episodes where either he wasn't involved or he would be sending somebody else or you know um they were just it was just okay but he, al- he also te- he also tells finnick for, and I, I get it you need at least one al- alive for for in- intel mm-hmm. but if you're not a person thinking like like this and you're just looking at it as on a surface le- level it again comes off as don't kill kill people. If he had said one alive for, for yeah. in, mm-hmm. intel, just adding that line. Even though you and I, I and Shocky know that's what he he wanted, as a well written story and the way it looks when you're when you have everything in context, it's bugged me, Cam. It really has. Oh, and I'm, I'm not I, saying I it's crap, I could, but I'm I could see that being an issue if Fennec doesn't kick one of the guys off and kills right. him. But Which she I does. Like. I like so that. That. Just tells what if you he that he doesn't like it. You know <laughs> what? He doesn't like it. that, and he bets he's about. I can't see that. I, I mean, don't, I just, I just don't I think he'd nervous. give a give a fuck about that. To be perfectly honest with you, he just doesn't seem like that Do kind you, of guy. I think he would put up with the mayor's guy. Care about <laughs> something, but but you know, at the end of the day, he's just new into the job. This guy's coming and he's saying, "Wait a minute, you know, this guy's fucking." You know, it's like this guy's taking the piss at me. Do you react straight away and go, I'll tell you what I'll do, I'll blow you up? Or do you go, okay, yeah. on your way, have a think and about it. And yeah, then, but you don't, then you he don't... goes back to see the mayor later on and says, listen, this is the way it works. Okay, now. but you don't have him 
doing it in that That's tone. Gangsta. Yeah. You do no, it no. the King Leonidas way and say, this is Sparta. And not, kick him into the not, just, not even that. No, 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 no. God, guys, I'm saying like li- literally the, the mayor's emissary is up there like we're watching a CW show. I just don't think that this is the way it's going to be. Oh, yeah, yada, yada, yada. It's complete tonal shift. I agree with you, Cam. So you're the new guy. Guy, where's my tr- tribute? No, I don't. I don't try. There's no need need for him to be so goofy. I'm not upset at the action. I'm upset at the tone. It is a c- complete un unrelated tone to the seriousness, the dr- dr- the the uh, gravity of this situation. Go back and wa- watch it. It I, is no, just I watched it twice, and I just never got that from it. I just thought the guy Chris, was the I, guy was a bit of a dick. You shocking. know, he thinks the guy thinks he's he has boss. The mayor's yeah. a bit more powerful. Than he is. He's not frightened enough for fate. And I just think at some point later on, he's got to get his king come up and swing. So you know, um, I, I just is, didn't. It didn't come across as goofy to me. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I thought we were going to get a different. Disagree on that. I thought we were going to get a different type of show. Like, because to me, it felt like it's a continuation of Din Djarin's character, you know, the the man with honor and code. I thought this was going to be more of a villain's take, you know, and, and really, you know, just go against the grain of what we've seen so far. Um, I have because, to disagree with that as well, but carry on. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so because it, it's, it, it, to me, it felt like, okay, this is a continuation of The Mandalorian, you know, it's. A, a man living by honor and code and, you know, and, and it didn't seem like he was a crime lord, you know, you know, and, and taking over, you know, one of the largest, you know, crime syndicates in Star Wars galaxy, you know. Um, but I mean, it, who knows? It's just one episode. In, it's just one um, episode, but it is so working. Going, yeah. I, I, it's just, I thought we were, it might just be because of my age and because of how many different books and comic books there have been about Boba Fett and, you know, what he done, like getting out of the Star Wars pit and doing, you know, afterwards and, you know, the hunt for Han Solo and all that kind of stuff. So, I don't know. Um, yeah, that's, that's is, yeah, this is completely different for that because, you know, the Boba Fett in that EU just went on to be a bounty hunter. That was all yeah. his ambition mm-hmm. was, make money for bounty hunting and that's it. Um this this is a Boba Fett that's had an ambition to take a step up and doesn't really have that much experience of doing it, but kind of wants to do things differently. Maybe he's a bit pissed off with the way it's, it's been done in the past. And I think, you know, he starts off by basically assassinating his former competition. He then spends the first, which we don't get a lot of the current timeline in this episode, to be fair, but he then spends his time um, going around telling everybody or telling certain people, I'm in charge now, uh, you, it's me that you give your money to. Oh, right, okay, <laughs> here's your money. Yeah. Um, and then he kills a dude, um, asks for one to be brought back alive. I know you said he didn't specifically say one, but, you know, then I, I'm just not seeing the din jarring in that, you know, whereas... You know, I kind of thought almost the Mandalorian would be like that, and kind of from episode one, while he was that taciturn, you know, guy, I, I didn't really see him as an out and out kind of killer. Whereas I think Boba Fett still seems to me like someone. If you cross him, he will kill you. He's just not going to kill you for absolutely no reason at all. Yeah, I, I feel that the tone in that scene. I, I don't know, audience, let let us let us know. Uh, if you if you felt that it was more snark or was it g- goofy, um, but 
Yeah, uh, I guess let's go go ahead. We we actually graded most of every everything we've ever re- reviewed here on the Cantina. So just as a sh- show opener, it's a first sh- show. It's its first s- series, even though it's got some connective tissue. Mike, what would you grade grade this using LRM's A to F plus and minus scale? Um, because it answers a lot of questions about the kind of where Boba Fett have been we got that we, we like a b yeah i would say b maybe b minus for a show there wasn't a wow factor there wasn't like holy you know th- this yeah. is boba fett type deal this is what we got it, it answers some questions and it, you know we it, you know how, we know you know how things kind of played out um with some of the things we don't know everything you know but um yeah, it, it, there wasn't a, a big wow moment to this. Hopefully, it, you know, it picks up in the next episode and goes from there. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, you on a lot of that. There's there's a lot writing, but enough good uh, for me to give it a B B minus. So, Cam. Yeah. Well, I mean, I reviewed it already, written, and I gave it a B plus. Um, okay. I mean, I think that makes sense given that I seem to have liked it most of the three of us um but it was you know though it wasn't an a because there was a few issues i had with it but i would say a solid b plus as well you know certainly not you know not bordering on a b um for me it would be more pushing towards the a minus so let me ask uh, you this one question let me ask you this so talking with my buddy we were theorizing what do you think is the motivating factor for boba to become takeover bit fortuna's crime lord and stuff because we my theory is from a little bit that i know is that boba we'll see in flashbacks boba will become be friend, of course be friends with the uh the um tuscan, tuscan raiders. raiders and somehow some way we're gonna see one of bib's crime goons mm-hmm. and stuff like that come wipe out that that family oh, that clan i don't know that yeah and that's gonna be his motivating factor for taking yeah, over. Yeah, like maybe just for a completely pointless reason, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like those guys we saw just they didn't seem to be stealing the the, yes. the water and such. They just seemed to be wrecking it. Mm-hmm. You know, wreck the place, beat everybody up, and drive yeah, away, kind of thing. That was yeah. funny. I like that. Yeah, and and Teenage, you know, teenagers suck on so, every planet. No, I'm with you. I, I, that, I agree that that's that's possibly coming. We're gonna see the the crimes of. J- Java's lackeys and Bib yeah. Bib Fortuna's, you know, fledging fledgling uh, criminal empire empire be a combination of that and learning from the Sand people. Their wonderful w- ways of family and community. I've just thought uh, of something. What if, what's what that, if that? Boba only goes to get his armor back because of an event like that happening? He actually finds that he's happy as a Tuscan. Yeah. And he, he changes his life completely, gives all that up, and then something happens that forces him, um, right, I'm going to kick ass. Like, you know, as we said, payback, yeah. Mel Gibson, some event sets him on his path, and he, that's why he takes so long to go and get the armor back. Yeah. Just a theory. But. It could be. I, I think we're all on a, on agree, agreement, though, that uh, essentially he sees criminals being too criminally <laughs> and he, he he wants to rein rein it in though, so, so which can can work. I am a fan of organized crime movies show shows, not organized crime itself. Uh, 
But yeah, uh, I don't think there was a lot of news this week, guys. As the uh, as we're do- doing the Cantina reviews, if there's major news, we might spring up with just a regular Cantina episode, uh, or cover it on on the Daily Cup of Genre, which you guys can find on our uh, on the uh, Genreverse Podcast Net- Network, LRM's YouTube channel for, for now, upcoming Genreverse uh, Podcast Network YouTube YouTube channel. LRMonline.com and and genreverse.com for for all of all of that as well as great articles and and uh, uh, opinion pieces uh, interviews all uh, available there. Shocky, was there any new news, man? You, you've been off, but you still keep your finger on the pulse. Of yeah. Things. Um. So there's really nothing um, I can report on concrete just yet. Uh, a couple things that I'm in the in the works, so I'm not gonna blur them out just yet but uh the one thing that has been kind of circulating around and stuff and, and unfortunately it's due to the pandemic is that a celebration which had been postponed and rescheduled for may of 2022 there is talks now if things don't improve within the next say 30 40 days that they might push it back to where it was a, so it was scheduled for august 2022 then the way the pandemic was going they bumped it up so that it could be right around the time when Kenobi was, right. was going on. And um, I think Bad Batch was set to premiere around that time too. Uh, and Andor, you know, it's kind of set up a, a trailer for Andor uh, later on. So uh, it might get pushed back. Who knows? Um, hey, that's five months away. Still. Yeah, and it's it's nothing away. concrete and stuff. And that's the yeah. only thing that I'm, I'm hearing. But that's all conventions right now. Everybody's kind of on yeah. a you know, fingers crossed, you know, type yeah. deal. So, um, yeah, it's one of those things that if you have a ticket, just kind of be on the lookout. They haven't, they haven't done anything, um, news wise in a while. I think they just opened up the applications for fan tables and panelists and stuff. So their repop is moving on as scheduled, but you know, uh, and hopefully it's, you know, it, it where we get through this next wave and we could all enjoy in some form or fashion, another celebration. Yeah, hopefully. All right, guys, I don't have anything else. We did all the plugs. Cam, did you have any last things you wanted to say? Uh, just to say that I was worried about a leak that was um, oh. out about this um, and just wanted to say if anybody, you know, because I'd wrote about this a couple of times, and I think I mentioned it on another podcast as well, but it looks like that leak was false because it did not match up with this episode at all. So good news because I would rather speculate and not know what's going to happen there we go not too much to speculate that this week lots of flashbacks we're down for the show guys uh we will be back next uh thursday to talk about book of boba fett episode two until then may may the force be with you Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. 